Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Magnetic Goddess. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, and I have an amazing guest for you. And I know what you're going to say, Amy Lee, you always say that about that. But honestly, I have known this gal probably almost as long as I've been an entrepreneur, like in the space, like we were baby entrepreneurs together. And she actually was one of the first podcasts that I was ever on. She's been on mine several times, but not on the magnetic goddess. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet her, follow her, absorb all of the beautiful energy she has. In fact, that's what she's all about. You guys, she is a goddess in her own right. Million percent. She's a sound therapist. And she's a chakra expert. Niaje Wallace is here with us today. You're listening to The Magnetic Goddess, a podcast for women who are ready to step into their power and live their best lives. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, and I'm here to guide and inspire you to take the journey back to your higher self. We'll talk about everything from personal development to career growth to relationships. We'll share tips, tools, and strategies that will help you become the most confident, successful, and magnetic version of yourself. We'll also talk to inspiring women who have already achieved their dreams and are living their best lives. We'll learn from their stories and discover what it takes to create a life that is truly fulfilling. I believe that every woman has the potential to be a magnetic goddess. She has the power to attract anything she wants in life, and she can create her birthright of abundance. I'm here to help you tap into that inner goddess and live your best life. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Let's start living our best lives together as magnetic goddesses. Welcome, gorgeous goddess, to the show. If you guys are not watching, just know that she is stunning beyond all get out. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to chat with you. And it has been such a wild ride just seeing us both step into our goddess power. Like I am so here for this. (laughs) I know it's amazing. And I just, I just watch you and the way that you command energy everywhere you go. It's just, it's so beautiful. So I am kind of, you guys are at a disadvantage because I actually know a lot about this gal. And so I'm going to try to ask questions that I already know the answers to just so that you can get some wind of how amazing she is. Okay. So first of all, what I want to ask is I know, I know, so I'm going to give you guys the information. I know that you do sound healing now. You didn't always do that. I want to know, like, what was it? that made you go from coaching and, you know, crystals and also, you know, you, you were an aerial artist and all that, like what made you go, you know what? I want to start a sound healing uh, business. That's a great question. And it's been such a wild ride. So when we met, I was doing coaching. I focused a lot on online business, getting over money blocks, um, mindset, and I am an aerialist as well. So I, my previous business was a dance and aerial studio. And the thing that made me transition from having that brick and mortar business to coaching was I saw how empowered women became after doing something they didn't think they would be able to do. So aerials, it's, you know, so you think Cirque du Soleil and the average woman is like, I can never do that. I don't have the upper body strength. I don't have the flexibility. And so I was working with a lot of like stay at home moms that weren't gymnasts and teaching them how to believe in themselves, teaching them how to gain that strength, both 
physically and internally. And that's what made me fall in love with coaching because I saw how it trickled over into every area of life. And they just felt so much more confident, empowered. And that's what made me fall in love with coaching. And then when I got into the coaching world, I felt like there was a level of, I'm just going to be real. Do it. (laughs) There was a level of superficiality where people were showing up online, presenting themselves a certain way, but they weren't actually doing the deep inner work. And I love depth. I love substance. And so I'm like, there has to be more. And then I found sound therapy and I attended a sound bath and it took me into the deepest meditation I've ever experienced. And I came out and I was like, holy shit, what was that? I need more. (laughs) And so I kept attending as a client and I felt the layers of crap just like melting away. Like we have so much stored in our body that's actually blocking us. And, and, you know, we talk about manifestation, people can manifest quickly, but then they lose it. They manifest quickly and then they lose it. It's because we have blocks and in, in things stored in our cells and our DNA that's actually, and sometimes generational stuff that's stored in us that we have the power to shift with sound therapy. So when I experienced it, I was like, whoa, this is powerful. And so I attended as a client, I was going to a sound bath once or twice a week. And right around that time, a certification came to town and I saw it, but I was like, I don't really have time. I'm busy. I was still coaching and doing those types of things. But then a friend was like, did you see this? You have to do it. So I felt like it was a nudge from the universe. I was like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. Then I kept seeing it over and over and over. And I'm like, I got it. I'm doing it. And I signed up for the certification and it was more than I ever imagined it to be. And because I already had experience in business, I just took right off, launched my business right away. And now I have three certifications and a beautiful studio in Tampa. And yeah, it's just, it's been a wild ride. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have questions about this because (laughs) I'm not, it's not that I'm a skeptic. It's just when I don't understand something. To me, it's just like, okay, so that's that thing. And it's just one, it's just like a block of something and I can't really understand the nuance. And so I'm guessing that my audience is probably the same. So can you explain when you say like a sound bath, like what does that actually mean? Yeah. So a sound bath, you're being bathed in, bathed in sound and vibration. So when you say sound bath, sometimes people think float tank, no, there's no water. You're not getting in any type of liquid. And they think water because you think bath, you think water, but there's no actual water. You're being bathed in sound and vibration. And so I, I specialize in two different types of sound therapy. So you have crystal singing bowls, which people are mostly familiar with. And I have one kind of right behind me on my desk. And so the crystal singing bowls, it activates our brain waves. We have five different brain waves. And when we meditate, we access our theta brain wave and the frequency from the bowls activates that brain waves. And we can release happy chemicals. We can release like endorphins and dopamine and it activates our parasympathetic nervous system. So it's telling our body to relax, to digest, to repair itself. And so all of this is happening through frequencies that's activating our brain waves. So it's really powerful. And then I also specialize in somatic sound therapy where you have a bowl on the body. So the Himalayan bowl goes on the body. And those are the metal ones, right? The little, the flat. Mm -hmm. Yes. So those go directly on the body 
and the vibration, it's activating our cells. So our bodies are designed to heal themselves, but because we have so many tech devices, everything has Wi-Fi. We we have Wi-Fi in parks. So think about how strong that signal is that we are taking in, that EMF that we're taking in. So it's causing our bodies not to repair how they're supposed to, which is why we have so many cancers and autoimmune diseases and fertility issues because that EMF is literally slowing our cells down. So the vibration from the bowls, it gets the cells going and that is helping our bodies repair how they're supposed to. But I take it deeper in getting to the emotional root cause of physical ailments. So if someone has, let's just say, um, liver issues, which is very common, thyroid and liver issues are probably the top two things that I see at my studio, but we store trauma in our liver. We store grief in our liver. And so if you can take that Himalayan bowl and place it directly on the rib cage to access that area, dissolving the energy that's stuck there, that is powerful. And so while people try to, you know, take medication for all the things, if we're not getting to the emotional root cause of the issue, it's only masking the problem. So I'm helping people get to the emotional root cause. And I've seen people completely transform their lives when they stay consistent with this work. So can you give us like a little taste of what a sound bowl sounds like? Do you have one that you could like gong into the microphone? <laughs> sure. So I did this right before you hit record. So I have this one here. So this is actually an alchemy bowl that is infused with amethyst. So if you see on the video, it has a purple tint. So and you do love your amethyst, Niache. You know, I do. <laughs> see, I remember. <laughs> You know I do. I have so many amethysts around my studio. Oh my goodness, yes. So And so this is a handheld bowl that you can actually clear the energy in your house. You can clear your energy field. Um, I carry a a bowl around with me. I'm that person where like if I go into a place and the energy is like sticky, I'm like let me activate the bowl to just clear the energy. It's so powerful. And this one, it has such a beautiful tone. Oh, it does. And so you moving it through space is what's causing the sound to, to change. Yes. And I mean, I know that I have a noise compression mic, so I don't know how that sounds on your end. But the the healing benefit is from the frequency, which activates our brain to relax us. And also when it's an alchemy bowl and it's infused with crystals, it's also amplifying the healing properties of the crystal. So it's even more powerful. Oh my goodness. So do you have like a preferred vendor if like somebody wanted to get like a little one or do you sell them or something? Or like, is there like a, a link you have to how somebody could procure a... a, a, a normal size one <laughs> yeah so you can so the the frosted white bowls um which is the one here these are pretty standard across the board so you can get one of these on amazon 
Do you have so, like a like an affiliate link, like a shop that you have set up for that? Yeah, I, I'll I'll send you. Perfect. Send you okay. Yes, and then the alchemy bowl where it's infused with crystal. There's a specific company, Crystal Tones. If it's not a Crystal Tones bowl, it's basically a knockoff. Um, I don't have an affiliate with them, but if you want something that's infused with crystals, it's Crystal Tone. And there's a lot of distributors of those types of bowls. They're really pricey when they're infused with gemstones. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh my goodness. And, wow. and then I do sell the Himalayan bowl. So I have my own line that I just launched, Alchemy by Niage. <laughs> yeah, so those you would just contact me directly and, and I'll give you all my links for people to contact me. That is yeah, you guys like make sure you you get with that <laughs> stuff. It, you know, it's so funny. Um, I get the the Hay House box, like I get the the little cards, you know, like once a quarter. And I opened one the other day and I was like, this isn't like the ones that Niaja used to send. Like hers were so cool. <laughs> like the little, like, you know, all the little pieces and everything. And I'm just like, this is like a multi-million dollar company. And like, this doesn't touch like what she used to, like this woman, you guys, you don't even understand. Like she just, the way that she has command over the elements is like nothing I've ever seen. Like she just, she's part of the crystals. She's part of the minerals. She's part of it all in a way that's just so different than like people who just sell this stuff. So if you're feeling like, like vibration, just from listening to her voice, that's not an accident. Like that's who she actually is. She's always just blown me away. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I mean, every word of it. Um, I feel I now I'm like, I want to hang out with her more often. Like I forget <laughs> how much fun we have together. Yeah. So I actually forgot about my abundance box. Yeah. And I, I handmade those. So it wasn't just like factory kind of throwing everything around. Like I handpicked every crystal. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you felt the intention that went into it. Oh, I did. I remember I did an unboxing for my group one time and they were just like, somebody did this. And I'm like, yeah, somebody did this. I'm just going to be over here collecting myself after having this experience. So thank you. Um, I, I mean, one of the questions I always ask is why do you think you're a magnetic goddess? But like, that just seems like a dumb question to ask you. So <laughs> duh, <laughs> <laughs> literally like, like, like you look up magnetic goddess in the dictionary and then there's the Ashe. she's right there. Um, I, I will say though, I, I will say that I think that being magnetic, this may be a weird answer. I don't know what other people have answered to that question, but sometimes it takes facing our shadows to accept and navigate the darkness to mm -hmm. really be able to stand in your light. And I think that that's powerful because there are goddesses that can can heal and transform, but there's also goddesses of destruction. And when, when we suppress our rage, our frustration, our shadow, our darkness, it's almost like you can't fully step into your light without acknowledging the dark. And so I think that that has been the thing, the, the hardest thing for me, but the most valuable thing for me is really facing my shadow and knowing that I'm aware of all my stuff and there's nothing that anyone can hold over me because I faced my shadow. And so that allows me to stand in my light even more. I think I posted that on Facebook or, or Instagram today, but being able to stand in your light requires taking a really good look at your shadow. 
That's so interesting that you say that because, you know, you were talking about the coaching industry before and kind of, you know, some of the darkness there and, and, and what I've seen, and you can tell me if your experience feels the same, but like, I feel like we grow up, we're in our human, right? We're so, we're so triggered by all the things around us, all of the conditioning, our parents who are like, not from our planet, like, let's be real. And we have all this conditioning. And then, you know, one day it's like, you're a wizard, Harry. And then we go all the way to the other side and we go into this goddess energy where we don't remember our human and we don't remember what it's like to struggle. And we don't remember. And, and so we're creating and we're abundant and we're almost got like this holier than thou energy. We're like, we're like tapped into like the vibes and like, let's, you know, the branding and the colors and I make so much money. And like, we, we go all the way to that side. And then it's almost like we've got to come back to that middle ground. And the moment we get back to that place where we can feel the human again, we're like, oh, wait a second. There's a lot to clean up over here. And so then we start to like figure out how do I embody the human while also expressing the goddess. And to do that, we've got to allow the, we've got to forgive the human for the human part. Right. And 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 I think that that's kind of where the integration happens. And I was saying how we were like baby entrepreneurs together. I think we went through that at the same time where we went from like, oh my gosh, these people are so amazing to know I'm just as amazing and then we were like, I'm not that amazing. Like probably take it down a couple notches here. And now it's like, I'm just in this place where I'm like, I'm amazing and I'm not amazing. I'm light and I'm dark. I'm here and I'm not here. And so embracing that everythingness is like anything you call me, anything you accuse me of, you're right because I'm everything. And therefore you have nothing to hold over me anymore. And so I can stand here in my light because yes, there is darkness. I'm not standing in my darkness, but I'm acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that makes people like you and me kind of innovators in this industry, because we do, we stand in our human. We're like, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. I thought that last week and I don't anymore. I'm constantly evolving. And I also think that it makes us safer healers, Mm -hmm. you know, like for me, I don't like to get massages. I actually hate them. Because I can't necessarily vibe with the energy of the person who's doing the massage, you know, and I'm not really good at like shielding when people are this close to me, Mm. even energy workers, right? But like people like you and me, when we're working with people and healing them and helping them heal themselves, they're not picking up all our crap because we've been doing the work to move the crap. Is I think that's what you're saying, right? So important. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I call that process the calibration period. It's like that swing and pendulum. It swings too far and then it kind of has to balance out. That's the calibration period where it just has to kind of settle. You settle into your goddess energy and it, but it's, it's finding that balance between both. Yes. I I love how you broke it down. I don't even know what I said. It was channeled probably, but it, it, it must've made sense. But I, all, all that to say, I, I definitely feel like I resonate with your experience so much and I see so much of my experience in you. And I wonder if you probably see some of your experience in me, right? Cause like I said, we kind of grew up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it that way. Um, okay. So how do people like get a hold of you if they like, obviously you do what you do in person. Is there still a virtual component to what you do? 
Yeah, so I I spent the last probably three years really focused on building my brick and mortar business. So I have a studio in Tampa, Florida. I do have people come into town to work with me because you're going to receive the best healing if you come into town. If you're here, you can feel the vibration. I have a device that scans how energy is flowing through your body. So it actually tells you about your chakras, like what's overactive, what's underactive, if they're more in the masculine, more in the feminine. And that's a service that you have to do in person because it's actually scanning the biophotons that comes off your, your fingertips. But I do work with people online. I can mail someone a bowl and guide them through virtually how to use it, where to place it, and all of the things. So I do have the option to work with people online. And I've been doing retreats too. So yeah, oh you just you just want to follow me on social. I'm on Instagram. I'm on all the platforms, but Instagram's my favorite. So just follow me and um, I'll give you all my links and my email. People can reach out to me directly. If you're struggling with something specific, you know, definitely email me. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. And <laughs> my community is going to eat you up, I guarantee you. <laughs> Cause I'm just over here, like we're friends and I'm like, ah. we should do a retreat together. Like let's host a goddess retreat. That sounds absolutely I just amazing. put it out in there. I just put it out in the universe. So now that the listeners have heard it, they're going to be like, um, when is this happening? Sign me up. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Well, you would, you had reached out, um, a while back about doing like some sound healing with EFT. And I definitely think that would be amazing to be able to do the EFT and the tapping alongside the sound. So maybe you guys, maybe, maybe that'll be something that we create, but um, definitely keep your eyes peeled because I'm sure we we love to collab on things anyway. We we do summits together all the time and stuff like that. So it would be, a, it would be epic. It would be so, and we could do it in Florida because like we literally both live so close. Well, you live in Florida, but I mean, like I live close to Florida so we could, so you guys, it'll be, it'll be tropical. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness. It has been such a pleasure having you here. Obviously we'll have you back for other things. I just wanted to really kind of let them get to know you a little bit, get to feel your energy. And then we can dig in on another episode. We can talk about chakras or we can talk about sound specifically, but I really just wanted this to be their opportunity to get into your world and to really feel the Niage magic. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I love what you're doing. Always, always. Same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. So that'll do it for another episode of The Magnetic Goddess. Until next time, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And may you be peace. Namaste. Mm -hmm.